Welcome everybody to Panfish Nation, along with Mark. I'm Lyle, and Mark, it's been a good day today. I, I, from what you told me, I understand that it was. Yeah, very excited about that. So, it's on to bigger, better things, and more productive stuff, and catching fish, and all the things we need to do. Man, I've been eating some fish here lately. The Cajun, the Cajun. Uh, Breading that I used the other day was a little warm, but it was sure tasty. But that Andy's Red, it's a top of the line. You like that stuff, huh? No, I'm out of it now, so I don't know. We're going to try some no, other stuff. No, is that a flour-based or is that cornmeal-based? Cornmeal. Okay, so you're a cornmeal guy? I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a batter guy, to be honest with you. I like that, too. I like I that. The, I, and, and I was going to say, better you eat a bunch of fish lately than a bunch of beans for uh, Cindy's sake. Well, no. I'm really good about sharing things like that. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go into that. <laughs> oh, man. What do you say? I say hello to some folks that are in Let's here. Let's do it. All right. Hey, Crappie Day Fish on. He's a channel member. Thank you for your support. There's our buddy Richard over at Fish and Freedom. He is also a channel member. Thank you, uh, uh, Richard. Uh, Freddy's Outdoor Adventures. What's up, Freddy? There's Hog Lake Catfishing. How you doing, Steve? Uh, K&B Anglers. What's up, Calvin? Oh, wait, it's Kevin. That's right. For those of you who don't know, we used to give him a hard time with Calvin. What's up, Kevin? Uh, Kim Burnett. And oh, look at this, Kim. Look what I'm wearing. Look at that, bud. Hey, nice. in the house. How you doing, Kim? KY Redneck Outdoors. There's Real Virtual Outdoors. He was making pizzas today. Really? Yeah, on a video game. But it's still. He was having fun. <laughs> what? Don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> pizzas, pizza. Super Dave three three six. What's up, Super Dave? How you doing? There's Uptown Chrissy Brown. How you doing, dear? There's Stephanie, also a channel member. God's truck. Crappie Day Fish on. I think I said hello to him. I think those are all the people that are in here so far. If you're not here, say hello in chat, and we'll uh, try to get you again. I see Jerry Parker's made it in. Jerry, big blue fish slayer Parker. Yes, he is. He is, man. He's you know, Jerry don donated some lead to my uh, jig-making project coming up this fall. I want to thank him for that. Very Anybody else want to donate lead to the Catfish and Crappie Jig Making Project this fall? <laughs> Feel free. <laughs> Lead's got kind of out of hand. Fish in the Mid-South, welcome. Tim Molina, Dale Hayslip, and somebody else. Maurice Kaysen. Maurice, what's up, buddy? How you doing, Tim Molina? What's up, buddy? Shirley T. They're still coming in, migrating around. We're glad Hi. to have each and every one of you. Hi, Miss Shirley. Oh, and when you started talking about today being a good day, I wanted to say he's back. <laughs> you know, um, we talked about this a little bit on a couple different shows, Mark, but um, the flotation in under the floor of my boat was saturated with water. And some of it was 12, 15 inches thick, the way my hull is designed. And usually you only get water in the bottom, you know, a little bit. It don't saturate all the way through the foam. Mine was, I used a spade shovel to get the foam out for the most part mm -hmm. because that was the easiest way for me to get out. 
and I would stick it in there at the very top of where it was the very thickest, and it was saturated all the way through. Yeah, I remember you sending me pictures. You had like divots dug out of there already, and it was filled right. up with water. Yep, and it was a, it was just blowed me away that it had that much water in. It. So I lost a lot of weight. And uh, today, uh, it's been done, put together for a while. But uh, you know, holiday weekend, I've been taking it out on holiday day weekend, taking a chance on something going wrong being stranded out there with all them fools. And um, today, nice day, uh, not much boat traffic. And Cindy and I left and uh, went over and run it for several hours. And uh, have a couple little issues. Got one little gas leak back by the motor. Take about 10 minutes to fix that. And then um, all the older boats have a hose that run from the motor up to the speedometer. That's what operates the speedometer on those style boats before they had electronic speedos and stuff. And uh, the hose come off or bent off or whatever. Then he says, they got water in the boat. And I said, no, I don't. I must have spilled my, my drink because I was drinking nice water. And uh, I looked down and I uh, didn't see anything because we'd stopped. As soon as I speeded up, I felt something on my leg and felt like Cindy was peeing on me, but it, was, it wasn't it was that, that hot water coming out of that. The water was like 80 degrees. It was coming out of that hose, and it was squirting down on my leg. And it never had happened. There ain't no telling how long that's been like that. And if you get a steady stream like that when you run, sometimes we'd run an hour going where we was going to go. That's a lot of water gets put yep. in there. So along with the flotation and, and that thing leaking and, you know, whatever else. But uh, I'll, I'll snip that off back there by the motor and uh, when it – peas and just pee right back in the lake and I won't have to mess with it no more. So you're not even going to have a speedometer anymore? Don't need one with my GPS on a yeah, on exactly, exactly. Exactly. I That's think a, all the new boats have got electronic speedos in them. Yeah, for the most part. If you got a fish finder, you got a speedometer on there. So. Yeah. I, and I, it's, usually, it's more accurate. Yeah, it's way more accurate than the oh, ones that are in the actual boat. Yeah, them, them ones that run off of that water pressure, they're not that accurate. Mm-mm. They're really not. So even the ones that have like the little sensor in the bottom, like my old boat had, that thing never worked worth a darn. No, they don't. No, you'd you'd have to be going over like fifty miles an hour even for it to start reading. So <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> uh, I would never blame her for anything like that. But I'm real excited. Everything worked good and uh, I've got we have fishing rods in it and tackle and even some bait, frozen bait that was in there. So we didn't fish today, but the next time out, we're definitely going to. And uh, uh, when's the next time you when's the next time you plan to have it out and do a little? Well, fishing? I'm going to do the little repairs I need to do tomorrow. I, I thought about going in the morning, but uh, I want to get that stuff done first, and then uh, probably Monday. I, I usually, yeah, it it works out good for us to go through the week and let the people that work through the week have the weekends and I don't have to, it's not that we couldn't do it, but uh, I just let them do it. And I got all week I can fish and I don't have to mess with that. And if we want to do some video recording or real live or anything, there's a lot of boat traffic and all the stuff and we can just do that then. Yeah. yeah. Less lines at the boat ramp, less, less traffic out there to, to interfere with what yeah. you're doing, less jerks out there. And yeah. it just works better that way, you know? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, um, you got the little deal going down at the bottom, scrolling across the screen. Um, if you are considering or have thought about it, 
you need to get signed up for the first round of the Panfish Nation uh, Panfish Championship uh, qualifying event. It's all, pardon me, it's on the 11th of June on Mark's Catfish and Crappie Channel. And um, you can compete against James Dockery and Chad Fields and the Weekend Angler and me, and, of course. And Kenneth Powell take down Catfish. Kenneth, yeah, Kenneth Powell's in, interest, in, entered in it. And there's some other people, but there's room for how many How many places? Of course, if you get enough, you can always go to the green wheel. Uh, that's what we'll do. But I think we got some open spaces. A couple of people had to back out for various reasons, which is understandable. So so it is sure. what it is. So. The, the, your buddy Troy here says, Lyle, you don't need one because you don't drive fast enough for to need a speedometer. That's what he's saying. Well, that's kind of true anymore, but there, used, there was time. <laughs> there was a time when I did. But, yeah, speaking uh, of, speak of the devil, there's, there's Kenny. What's up, Kenny? How you doing, bud? Danny Stone's made it in. Crappie Day Fish on. Damn River Boys. Lance McCougai. If we miss you, it's, I promise it's not on, on purpose. Um, sometimes the chat gets to going fast enough that we miss people. But uh, as a general rule, we get most of them. But, yeah, Dockery would be a threat. He always is. Um but you know, it's paint it, it's bluegill it, and it's strictly sunfish and crappie. Isn't that right? I think uh, a smart uh strategy would be to go after the bluegill this time of year, definitely. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, I, that's I, what I'd be doing when I when I'm gonna when I'm gonna play one of them, that's what I'm gonna do. Mark, I'm gonna tell you something. We used a specific boat ramp today because I wanted to see how much difference getting all that heavy foam out of there made because this is real steep and you get water going in and out usually. And mm -hmm. uh, we made a big difference on it. But the point I'm trying to make is that boat ramp has a pay crappie thing. It's only, it's a state park Marina. And they, if you want to fish on a dock, they have places to fish up there. Cost you a couple bucks a day, fish all day. And they got crappie in there. I mean, they, they got, Stuff for the crappie to eat. They got places for them to hide. People fish there all the time. Catch great crappie, but the boat ramp was loaded with bluegill, and and I'm talking little ones. But there's big ones somewhere, or them little ones wouldn't be there. <laughs> and and you could stand on the dock waiting to get in the boat, and there was hundreds of them. <laughs> You know, so it, it's that time of year. Yeah, they're, they're they're up they're up close. They're either in the middle of spawn or getting ready to spawn. At least around here, they are. That water time's starting to touch that. You know, it's starting to get a little warm now. You know, I was out on yeah. the I was out on the chain, which is a bigger body of water than like a lot of the ponds and the creeks and stuff I fish for uh, for bluegill and stuff at. But the, it was still seventy two degrees. They're, yeah, they're there. Yes, Bugman, you do have to fish public water. Um. And if you can enter, if the, the top two are going to advance to the championship round, and it's and then and you can enter Chad's tournament, which follows, or the weekend anglers or dockeries, but it takes top two from each one. You can enter as many of them as you want, but you can never fish the same body of water twice. Mm -hmm. so whatever body of water you fish. This weekend 
is not available to you throughout the rest of this tournament series. So if you win or look, okay, let's say you lose the first one and you want to get in again, you fish the next one and you win, you're going to have to find a different one for the championship than those other two. You can't fish the same one twice. Correct, Lyle? Yes, that is correct. That's the way I understand it. And guys, I don't know what's going on with me glitching. I'm sorry, but at this time we're doing a show and we're stuck with it until the end. <laughs> Lyle's internet's slow tonight, believe it or not. You know, I can show you what it is. You can show me after the show. <laughs> <laughs> so when you backed it down that steep ramp with all that weight out of there, it did okay, huh? Yeah, I didn't get any water in it launching. I did get a little bit coming out, but it's really steep. And my boat, people think it's fiberglass, but it's not. It's aluminum, but it's really, really heavy. I thought it was I thought it was fiberglass when I when yeah, I saw it the first do. time. No yeah, rivets. That'll throw you all the time. Yeah. At um, you know, I just so happy to get it going and get it out on the water and and um still got a full tank of gas. <laughs> so I need to burn all that up uh so I can put some new in. That's uh, I didn't run it very fast. I think we got up 30 once today. That was fast we got. Most of the time we was running 20 or 25 mile an hour. And uh, I was okay with that. As long as we didn't have any trouble, that, that was the main thing. So I put 25 gallons in mine and I'm like, whoa, Nelly, like, stop right there. I had to turn that pump off. I'm like, that's enough for now. <laughs> that's not going to do it. <laughs> I can, we'll, we'll get to that in just a second, but you're going to pull up one of these days and be going fishing. And you're gonna to have to fill up the truck and a boat both. You're not gonna like that. That's why I that's why I stopped at 25 gallons. I I had a bone dry tank of diesel and a bone dry boat tank, and I was filling them both up at the same time. Boy, is that boy does that put the the fear of the yeah. bank of Chad in you? Holy smokes! <laughs> See, my my boat has a 36 gallon tank, so uh, I know yours is bigger than that now. 50 gallons of Jesus. Yeah, that's a lot, but you're feeding of 200. Well, I think it's, I think it's that size more or less because it's made to travel a long way. So they are, they are. Cause it didn't, it didn't burn much in the two hours I was out. So, and I was on it nonstop. So, well, you know, all of the newer stuff is more economical and runs smoother, better, better fuel mileage than all of the old ones. They just do. And uh, it doesn't matter if it's – I don't guess there is any two cycles left after Evinrude went out. They mm -hmm. had the last one that I know of. But, um, you know, even the latest ones, the fuel mileage on them had increased significantly. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they're all better, and uh, it, it's for the better. Four strokes is, is definitely the way to go. You don't have to mix yeah. oil. You don't have to mess with nothing. You just change oil just like you do a car. And uh, most people once a year, probably or less. You know, I've never had a boat that I could truck trust the gas gauge on. Yeah, They're never. They're never right. I don't know what that is. Same with a speedometer. I have no idea why they can't get it right. I got vessel view in this new one, and it shows like what percentage of the tank is full, rather than telling you how full it is. So I'm curious to see if that thing is any good. I hope it is. You know, it's. Uh... But yeah, <laughs> high test gas costs two hundred dollar. Yeah, it's um, 
Thanks, Jill. Appreciate that. <clears throat> Three years ago, we was paying less than $2 a gallon for gas. Just remember that when it comes time to elect election. That's right. Hey, look at that. Fish and Freedom Richard's been a member for four months. He says, my old two-stroke drinks gas. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Otis Trank Shine. <laughs> Otis. He's got to be talking about the Andy Griffith show. I think so. I always remember him hiccuping, right? He would hiccup right. all the time. Yep, he did. There's Lance McCougar. If we didn't say hello to you, Lance David Smith, how you doing, bud? JG Hill Studio. Uh, I hope I didn't miss him. Tackle Box Mike, I saw him come in. Good to see all these people in here. So let's. Why don't you just tell everybody about your new boat, Mark? Um, I did a short little uh, live on on the channel. A lot of people were messaging me, asked me if I was going to do a video, and and I did some videotaping and stuff while I was out there for the boat. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go live. Uh, so I did, and I went through kind of just the interior of it. But it, it's a 2023 Lund 1875 Pro V. Uh, the Pro V line has been kind of like a dream of mine since I was a young man. Uh, so I'm glad to make it happen. I'm pretty happy with the boat. Uh, 19 foot actually, it's 18 foot 11 inches. That's close enough to 19 for me, Lyle. Can I yeah. call it? A, I can call that a 19 footer. Sure, we're a 200 horse uh Pro XP or Pro XS motor. Pretty nice. I'm real happy with it. Um, I'm finally going to take the wife out this weekend. She's finally going to get on a boat with me again. I'm glad. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Waiting on some uh, bases for my multi bars. Um, Colton's a busy man this time of year, so he'll get them to me. And uh, it doesn't fit in a garage, Lyle. I, I, you told me that. And that's kind of sad, but uh, you can. It will. It that. will. You know, it will come winter because I think if I take the the uh, cowling off the motor and I let some air out of the tires, because it's the it's the engine that doesn't want to get through the door. Right. It's too tall, and the angle of my driveway is on an angle. Right. You know, you could, you could, if you was going to leave it in there for more than a day or so, you could put it in there and make that work out for you. Uh, but if you had to do that going in and out every day, it'd get tiresome. Not even twice a week, I wouldn't want to do that. So I'll just, I got it, it came with a really nice travel cover. I put that sucker on there, and that thing's on there, you know, tight as army sheets. It's, it's pretty good. So, Robin, welcome. It'll be all. It'll be all right out there. I'm not too worried about the neighborhood or anything. So my uh, marina sponsor offered me a, an outdoor spot, but I, I really don't want to have to travel with my gear back and forth just to go fishing. You know, I I, I'd rather have it here so I can get all rigged up and get the boat in order, and when it's showtime, just hook up and go. You have so, a chainsaw? I, yeah, I, you know what? What's funny? You mentioned it, Lyle. My buddy Mark was over here. I, I brought the boat home. I drove all the way up to, to Minneapolis from Chicago, right? <laughs> Spent 14 hours, including the time at the dealership there and back. I come back. I go to put it in the garage, and I'm like, oh, my God. The, 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 the darn motor, I almost said the bad one. The darn motor won't get through the door because it's too tall. And I'm like, well, they said it's seven feet. My garage door's, you know, like seven foot, like one inch. I measured it. I'm like thinking, okay, it'll be tight, but it'll get in here. I didn't take into consideration that the driveway's on an angle. So what that does is that brings the motor up a little higher until the trailer gets leveled off and brings the motor back mm -hmm. out. So I call my buddy Mark up. He's a real close friend of mine. We hang out with them almost every week. And I'm like, dude, you got to come over here and laugh at me. You're going to love this. 
<laughs> so he comes over, real smart dude. Me and him, uh, uh, we figured out a lot of sticky situations together. He's a an, a laser engineer. Pretty not only is he book smart, he's hands on smart. Um, we tried everything, Lyle, and then we finally we were out there with uh, a um, a crowbar and some hammers. Ready to take apart the garage door, and my wife comes out and she's like, No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that's what chainsaws are made for, bro. She's like, You take part of my house apart, and you're taking that boat back tomorrow. Oh man, yeah, that's never a good thing. So that was the story of that. We did a bunch of stuff, and then I just been rigging it all week. I'm like, I'm like, I'm beat the heck. I got so many cuts and bruises. Look at this one. I don't know, can you see? Nice. I got cuts and bruises everywhere, bandits. I took a, a nickel-sized chunk of skin off of my pointing finger right there. We won't show you that because that's pretty gross. That's a Band-Aid on there. <laughs> so it's been an eventful week. Also, I had the fun of going out and breaking in that motor yesterday, right? And I, I just went up to the chain. I should have went up to Mendota and did it up there. It's a much bigger body of water. So I'm on, like, the two deeper lakes over there. Oh, we lost Lyle, I think. So I'll finish the story. We're on the two deeper lakes up there. Here he comes. Welcome back, Lyle. Yeah. We'll put this here. So I'm on the two deeper lakes in the chain. And, I, you know, you're running with the motor no trim, no zero trim. You want to put as much stress on that motor as possible. Two hours straight, you know, the different RPM bands they tell you to do. I'm following instructions to the T. And it turns out it's like prime musky season up there. I've never seen so many musky fishermen over there. I got so many dirty looks. Lyle, oh, my God. They weren't happy. But then back when I got back to the boat ramp, they were all drooling over my boat. So that was kind of cool. They were, yeah. I made some friends there. Well, hey, Frank. Welcome. Uh, What's going on, Frank? Twisted Fish TV. Anybody needs a tattoo? Check him out. I'm glad to uh, glad to see you get that boat home. I know you've been wanting to do something for a while, and this is going to give you a lot more room to do all the things that you want to do. So uh, enjoy. Well, I, I I hope to. Uh, Fox River is real low, so hopefully I didn't get too big and deep a boat for it. But we'll see. It's it. it It'll come back up. I ain't worried oh, about yeah. it. I'm hoping to get back out there hopefully next week once I get those rod racks put in. So Buck I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to it. What's up, Buck? How you doing, Cindy? <laughs> no, no free no free senior interweb for me, buddy. I promise you. <laughs> but normally it's worth every penny. So is Cindy going to fish in one of these Panfish Nation tournaments? Uh, she hadn't said. She's welcome to fish in any of them, as far as I'm concerned. She can fish on one end of the boat, and I'll fish on the other. I don't care. Jay Jill's asking me, what about a lean-to on the side of the house if you have – I don't have room. I have six and a half feet on each side of my house. That is it. Wow. Mike I told Greenwell, you. what's going on, Greenwell? How you doing? Hey, Mikey. Told you we was going to put, um, we're going to gravel or pave or something beside our driveway and our side, the east side of our house, so I can park the boat without having to park in the grass. And uh, I've been looking at um, those uh, 
carports to put over it. Uh -huh. So we'll see how that works out. First, got to get the gravel down, and we'll, pardon me, we'll go from there. Just to keep stuff from falling in your boat and getting it rained on, it makes the world a difference. Absolutely. You know, I got that nice travel cover on there, too, and I noticed that um, I only put it on because it was supposed to rain yesterday, and it did, and it rained a little bit today, of course, because I washed my truck. But that's another story. Um, we have a huge river birch in our front yard. You know what those are, right, Lyle? A what? A huge river birch tree. Um, I'm not sure if I do or not. It 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 it's like multiple trunks that come out and they're white and they got that bark that peels off real good. Okay, yeah. Yep. Well, if this is the I guess the time it's dropping all its seeds and it's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of little tiny seeds it's dropping. So I'm glad I have that cover on there. I never noticed it with my other boat because it sat in the garage. So stuff like that'd make a difference because it would take me a month to get all of that stuff out of the, the have you ever mowed a yard that had a pecan tree in it? No, but I did with the with the walnut tree. That's always fun. Well, pecans at this time of the year, they have the seeds are on a string that are eight, ten inches long. And there's millions of them bastards falling off in my yard. And when you mow with that mower, it looks like a dust storm when you go through them spots. Really? They're, they cover the yard about this thick all the way around that tree. This is a big old tree. Uh, but uh, the pecans are amazing. So, I, you, uh, well, the pecans are good. Yeah, I was going to say you could always cut it down and use it for wood for your smoker, too. I used that with the other one. To, I still got a little of that left. But the, the other one that was in the yard was right by the house, and most of the tree was over top of the garage in the main part of the house. So, um, it needed to come down. You know, I was pecans are real brittle, and the limbs break out of them real bad. And I was really, really worried about that. And we got the opportunity to have that taken down. And, and now it's about all done. You know, the stump and everything's about done. So, but yeah, cottonwood seeds, they, they suck. They really do suck. JG, JG Hill says you could build a box in the wall of the garage and the motor would fit. Yeah, I thought, I'm thinking about all that stuff. We'll get it figured out, JG. So. <laughs> And yeah, cottonwood, cottonwood is 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 bad, I imagine. And look how how look how kind my buddy Richard is. He says, Mark, you can store yeah. the boat at my house. I'll keep the motor limbered up for you. Thanks, bud. You're that awesome. makes sense to me. Tackle box Mike says, I washed my truck too. Wind picked up and the thunderstorm came through. Isn't that the way it always happens? Man. It um it does seems like, but you know, uh, you and I was talking before the show, and in the next ten days of of our predicted forecast, it doesn't look like we're going to get any rain here, and it's going to be uh, in the upper eighties through that period of time. But the second half, the second half of the month of June, it looks like there's time for it to rain just about every week, every day. So. We'll see how that works out. You know, who knows? We, we, had 90 we had 90 degrees today. And me being the Yankee, I am living up here. And I'm not, I'm not even that far north like, like Lucas, you know. Yeah. I was. I felt like I was going to melt. I was out running around today. It was too hot for this guy. Too well, hot. It was 88 here, so I can appreciate what you're saying. But, yeah, I don't need it to be that hot. If it is stay in the 60s and 70s, that would do me wonderfully, but I haven't found it yet. 
Hey, hey Keith. Hey, what's going on, Keith? I saw who else? Oh, there's Dawson from Fisher with Squirrel. What's going on, Dawson? How you doing? Uh, let me tell you a secret. Hopefully the wife won't hear this. Do you ever see those air conditioners, those portable air conditioners they've been advertising, the ones you put ice in and they run off the water? Yes. I think I might need one of them in my boat. <laughs> oh man do you know what a swamp cooler is it's like it's like a swamp pool cooler but a little better because there's no humidity that comes out <laughs> they actually separate the the water they got coolant that runs through hoses and stuff so i worked for a ford dealer in ballinger texas back in the 80s and the garage they said it was air conditioned well it had swamp coolers but it was so much better than being outside in West yeah. Texas. You know, you, you get up in the morning, it'd be 92 or 93, and then it'd warm up to 118, 120. And windstorms would come buzzing through there and knock the paint off of everything that was around. <laughs> and then uh, you'd go home at night, and it'd be, uh, you know, 98, 99. So it was miserable. When I worked at the factory for Sitco before I got out onto the uh, the tanker field and stuff, inside man, they would just have these huge fans, and they would actually have misters in them. And you would you would know if you were soaked from sweat or soaked from standing in front of that <laughs> fan every chance that you had. Well, I uh, I understand it. I, I mean, full figured guys understand about getting hot. That's just the way it is. And that's exactly the one I was thinking about, which is why I was whispering. <laughs> that's all. That's just chicken feed, though. These days, it kind of is. Y yeah. 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 But I don't yeah. think I'm going to do that. It's I'm just teasing with that idea, but I think it would be kind of cool to have. Yeah, you know. You're going to see a lot more of that. Uh, if we had an enclosure that would stay on there all the time, like a hard top or something, uh -huh. that'd be something to put on there, yeah. Yeah, that, that uh, um, Jody's boyfriend, James, I'm sure uh, that he could benefit from that and that Hughes craft of his for sure. Yeah, probably so. Probably so. Troy says fat people sweat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd tell you all about it, but, dude, I really can <laughs> Uh, Bugman says the same. K and B says Six Flags over Georgia has misting fans. Yeah, What's such a thing as mist of Six Flags over Georgia? Yeah, same with Six. We got Six Flags here in Illinois too. And uh, we got one. Yeah, they're all over. Damn it, though. Oh look, speak up and she comes out. Look at that pup. <laughs> Mine are behaving, so I'm not going to look at them. As soon as I look at them, they're right behind me. As soon as I look well, at them, she just had a bath, so she's trying to escape Cindy, I think. Oh, <laughs> but she smells so pretty. They do smell good when they're uh, bathed. Not so much when they're not. I oh. I agree. Yeah. No, don't lick me in the face. I know where that tongue's been. I'm really starting to worry about Jerry Parker. I don't think we should read that. Down the banana hammock. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody see the video of him uh, with the um, mattress in his tent at Mendota? 
<laughs> yes, I was there, Lyle. Oh my god, that was so funny. Buck Williams says, I always thought a swap cooler was a glass of iced shine. Well, I've heard that statement made a time or two. Outdoor addiction. Welcome. What's going on, Jesse? How you doing, bud? Did you not tell me that Jesse's from up around you? Yeah, he actually, he actually works like right down, not too far away from where I fish. On that That's awesome. Up there. I actually, uh, I think uh, I had a buddy that lived across the street here until he uh, moved to Texas. Um, I think he was a supervisor at the same place. He, wow. If I'm not mistaken. So. Quit. They're they're yappy when they're small, aren't they? I don't like yappy dogs. They're, unless somebody is breaking in my house or intending to do me bodily harm, there's no reason for a dog to ever bark. Our dogs don't chase rabbits or chase coons. Them's the only coon kind of dogs that should ever bark unless somebody's trying to get in your house. Other than that, it ought to be legal to shoot every one of them yappers. <laughs> we would never condone that here on Panfish Nation. I don't like, I got a neighbor that's got two or three dogs in a house and 7,000 cats. And whenever you let our dogs out to go to the bathroom, you can hear them crazy things yapping through the walls of their house with the windows down and the door shut. They just yap, 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 yap the whole time our dogs are out. And I'm thinking, what's wrong with you? Gidget never barks. She just don't bark. No. And uh, I love that about her, but. That's all right. Yeah. Across the street, they bark enough for everybody. Well, you know, our uh, our old dachshund that we had didn't bark either once in yeah. a great while, but it really never did. So, and, and it's odd for a dachshund because they're usually kind of they can get pretty happy. Yeah, I, I, the, the one of the best ways to train them not to is a shock collar, a bark collar, but they they wise up so quick to them. You know, um, that's like Gidget if. She's she don't need a, a shock collar because she'll do what I tell her to, but she's sneaky. She'll sneak off if you're not careful. Now if that shock collar's on her, she will not. But if you leave it off and give her the benefit of the doubt one time, you look up, hell, she's gone. <laughs> you know, I got a buddy who's got a dog and he's got an electric fence, right, where the dog yeah. can't get past it and this dog gets a running start and when he gets to that line where that fence is you can see him cringe but he keeps going he don't stop you can see the dog oh, go like this blows, he's going to get a, blows right on through it goes right on through he's like i'm gone back in the old days i had um i used to train labradors and we'd get some of them that try that and the shot collar i had in them days it would knock them down because you had to do that. Or they just run off. They'd be gone for an hour at a time. You know, they just go for a run. And well, worse uh, than that, they get, they get hit by a car or something. That's yeah, And if uh, uh, something size of 60, 80 pounds, if a car hits them, you're liable for the damage it does in a lot of places. I totally forgot to tell you this. When I was coming back from Minnesota in northern Wisconsin, you know what I saw on the side of the road that somebody had hit, Lyle? Yep. A freaking black bear. Really? It was the, I, I had to take a second look and I had the boat and I'm hauling like 78, 80 miles an hour coming home. Right. If I didn't, if I didn't have the boat, I turn around and I go get me some jig tying material off of that bear. Heck yeah. I mean, just shave his ass. 
it was a big, <laughs> big, big ass bear. I was like, what the heck? Right on you the know, side of the road. Um, we're, I don't know, a couple hours from Ava, Missouri, but down around Ava, Missouri, it's down by Norfolk Lake. Um, some of the people are familiar with Missouri will know where that's at. There is a bunch of black bears down there. Uh, it's real wooded and real um, hilly area. Uh, a lot of hunting goes on down there and fishing and stuff. And and that area does have uh, a pretty good amount of black bears. Um, I think it's still illegal to, to hunt them in Missouri, as far as I know. But, um, you know, if they keep getting more populated, they'll have to do something at you know, some point. Yeah, there, there's a lot up in northern Wisconsin. If I'm not mistaken, you can hunt over bait up there, too. So that that's how populated they are. So I'm not surprised that it was there. I just never thought they'd get hit by a car. And I see yeah, I've never heard of that. Cool Cat says, my dog uh, is the same. He's great when the collar is on. Uh, but if he gets out and he don't have it on, he is gone. Yeah, I understand. I just got a message from our old buddy James Dockery, and he said Missouri has about 900 bears at the moment, and there is a season. Well, thank you, James, because I wasn't sure. I didn't know there was a season. 900 is a lot of bears. I didn't know they had that many either. Cool cats, fishing, welcome. Patrick Corbin, welcome. We are so glad to have you in here. If you guys need jig time stuff, Woods and Waters is the place to get it. Have a great supply of stuff and very competitive prices. I've placed many in order, thanks to Lyle. Just trying to help you out, buddy. I'm sure you are. Just trying to help you out. You know, James and I can help you. All you have to do is get the credit card out. I'm done spending for quite some time. I got a message from Betty Jean. It says, oh. listening... As I sit on top of a waterfall. Yeah, she's glamping, Lyle. She's what? Glamping. Please explain. Uh, like uh, glamorous camping. She had rented a glamping spot where they got like this really bougie tent that's got a refrigerator and a sink in it. And I think there's some sort of heat source in there. And there's a little deck out in front. It's actually a tent. So she, I think she she uh, uh, rented that through Airbnb, got some sort of deal. But it was, she sent me some pictures. Pretty, pretty now, wait cool. here. Hold everything. Am I mistaken, or did her and Brandon just buy a motorhome? Well, she's with Brandon's at home, and and she it's this is a one day trip with her aunt. So, oh, okay. But yeah, they should have taken. If I had a motorhome, I ain't sleeping no day. They should have taken the camper, but yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Because I had a motorhome, and I wish I still had it, but I don't. So she's probably messaging us both emojis right now. I probably so. (laughs) But hey, if she's having a good time and she's spending with her aunt, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um. We're going to talk about the uh, tournament coming up the 11th, so anybody that's not entered needs to enter. The other thing I wanted to mention is doesn't really have to do with panfish, Mark, but uh, D is having the ladies. Yes, she is. Panfish tournament starts Saturday morning. The last time I knew there was still two openings. Um, I don't know if there still are or not. 
I think there's a thread. I, I D, if you're listening, post a link to the to the the um, fields to water page or the actual thread if you can. I don't know if you can. Yeah. To on on there or Chad, he's probably listening. We had a great show with D on Catfish Weekly this week, and uh, she told everybody all about it. But there's still a lot of people that that don't know. Hey, there's Scott Swift. Welcome, Scott. What's but um, if you're a lady and you're interested. Get a hold of D if there's still room in there. And like I say, last time I knew, there was 200 of them, or 200, two spots left. Man, that's a beautiful waterfall she's sitting on. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what the uh, exact date is. I don't need that. But um, or, or the exact number is, but um, it's this Friday or this Saturday and Sunday on the Fields to Water channel. So uh, you get to see some great fishing going on. I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to get my coffee in the morning and tune it on and 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 and, and listen to it. And if yep. we're heading out in a boat, I'll be listening to it in the car, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, um, I'm glad to see stuff like that take off. And, and uh, this is the second annual for them. It is. I think she was the first one. There we go. There's Everybody, if you're interested, go to the group there, the Ladies Catfish Rumble link, and uh, get signed up. Dee, do you still have a couple of people uh, that you can get in this tournament if they hurry? I'm sure she'll let us know. But like she I say, Monday be. night there was there was two openings still left. So uh, Parker Pursuit says, Team Pursuit of Freedom, Stuffy and Marsha. Taking the win. That could happen. I don't. I'm not going to pick any favorites, but I am pretty partial to uh, Miss Cotton. One on Saturday and two on Sunday. So there you go, ladies. Jump in there, get entered. If you have any questions, you can message D or Chad, and they can help you out. Stephanie's ready to rock. Yeah, J Dog was going to put a. A wig on, but they wouldn't let him. Man, that'd be one ugly woman. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to be nice tonight, Lyle. <laughs> but I'm having thoughts. <laughs> Robin is signing up. There you go. Way to go, Robin. Good deal. That's right. That'd be fun. That you know, that'd be. That's going to be a great, great event, and I uh, hope everybody enjoys it, uh, fishing in it as much as we're going to enjoy watching it, Mark. <clears throat> I'm going to have fun, like I said, and two days of it. That's going to be good. I got stuff to watch in the morning with my coffee. There's nothing better than like a tournament on the weekends. A nice hot cup of coffee to watch while, or to drink while you're watching it. So it's always good. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that it is probably eight to noon or seven central. To I noon. think it was, yeah, wasn't it like seven to yeah. noon, something like that, five hours, which is perfect for a catfish yeah, tournament? I, yeah, I don't think the online tournament should be any longer than that. Four hours to me would be perfect. Yeah, I've done, I've, you know, while Chad started it and I started doing the 1v1s oh, soon after that. Yeah. 
and I had some long ones. I did one that was eight hours. It was a that's long, too much. That's long. Six hours was too long. That's too much. Yeah. I think four or five hours is at least for me personally. Right. Uh, being the the host, especially when it's hot as it's going to be. Yep. And it is. 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Eastern time, okay. So 7 to 12 Central. 7 to 12 our time. Yep. God's time. Regardless of what Chad says. I went, whoever started, we're not going to get into that. This isn't the place. How did that? You know, we've been doing this for a long. You've been doing this way longer than me, Lyle. Right? I've been doing this long enough that I'm starting to forget how things got started, like that God's time baloney. <laughs> that started with Jeremy Coe, with um, when he was uh, over top of the Cabela's King Cat stuff. Oh, did he's, it? The that, he's the one that started that. First guy I ever remember talking about that. Of course. Um, He's like me. He talked about Central Time and and made fun of the Eastern people because let's let's just face it, they're easy. <laughs> so you think that Chad stole it from Jeremy? Um, I don't know who he stole it from. Hell, everybody uses it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but he was the first one I remember seeing the, doing it in the in the fishing industry. But he used that a lot. But great guy. JG Hill Studios says, on a serious note, there is no better TV than our live fishing tournaments. I agree. I agree. It's not just good entertainment to watch. You get to partake with all of your friends out there and, and, and on YouTube land, which is kind of cool. It adds that second aspect to it, another dimension to your entertainment, which really is pretty cool. And there's sometimes prizes even. I think D was saying that there's prizes for the ladies, correct? If I'm not mistaken. I think so, yeah. I uh, I actually believe that there is probably um, better entertainment on YouTube these days than a lot of the stuff on on um, television, in my opinion. Now, some of the stuff it's on. I haven't watched a current event show for a long time. I, I and I got to add to that. There's also some really bad stuff on YouTube too. Long. There, there is. There's and. Even in the fishing industry, there's a lot of people doing live stuff and making videos and things that ought to leave it alone because they suck at it. You know, I but have such good sleeping good habits. Stuff. I have such good sleeping habits, Lyle. That I, I, get, I reach the end of the Internet every now and then, and I got to reset back to the beginning. <laughs> and when you get to the end of the Internet, there's some pretty shady and weird stuff out there. <laughs> I don't guess I've ever made it to the end. <laughs> but, yeah, there, there's... Um, there's some really good content out there, and there's some really bad stuff. And the bad stuff, some of them think they're awesome, and they're really not. But, you know, they're doing what they want to do, and that's that's great. But um, there will be uh, a reckoning for those folks one day when somebody breaks their bubble. <laughs> D is confirming that yes, there are prizes. It says the winner is going to get an FOA rod and tackle reel, and small fish gets a fifty dollars fifty dollars worth of FOA tackle. That's great. I think nine twenty two crappie barbecue is agreeing with me about the bad stuff. I'm thinking. JG Hill says I get paid two hundred a month for regular TV, and it's nothing but commercials. Yep. 
I got rid of the Dish Network a long time ago. We have had it all, and and you get it, and it's one price, and next month it's another price, and next month it's another price, and we have um, Hulu now, one of the little box things, don't cost very much, and I watch reruns from 80s and 90s shows, um, and old, older than that, some of them, but just because I would rather watch the reruns than what's new on TV today. You know, I was going in for weekly uh, uh, vitamin B shots, right? My doctor's yep. like, you got to go for vitamin B shots. I'm like, oh, whatever. And in his waiting room, they have that me TV. And yep. I would watch every, I'd have the same time every Monday, right? I would watch, go in there looking forward to watching Bonanza every Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bonanza. Uh, Uncle Jeep says, grand prize winner gets sheds utility bills for uh, the month of June. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure Chad would like that. Heck, pay my utility bill. Uh, I'd let somebody pay ours. I, I would probably lower the air conditioning number a little bit. You know, I got mine set. I consider 70 kind of cool in the house, and that's what ours is set to, and Ours is a little above that, actually, but yeah, we're comfortable. We don't get out and jog up and down the road or any of that stuff. So, uh, yeah, it works out good for us. And and I, again, we was talking about some things, accuracy on speedometers and things. I wonder how close a lot of these thermometers are and thermostats and uh, if they're really what they say they are. I think they're pretty close, but a lot of times they're not. Uh, it's kind of like going by the, you have a thing in your truck, you drive down a street, the bank says it's 106, but on your truck, it says it's 95. I, I would believe my truck before I believe what's on that because the sun's shining on that monitor or whatever they got. So gun smoking the Waltons, Andy Griffin. Yeah, I got you, man. <laughs> gun smoke's a classic, you know. I remember a lot of those shows when they wasn't reruns and when they was black and white. And um, that's a fact. <laughs> uh, Tackle Box Mike says, when I'm outside in the fresh air fishing, I don't need TV. That's right. That's right. You can make your own TV. Just sit there and wait for that thump if you're crappie fishing or that takedown if you're catfishing or whatever it is. And I like bluegill fishing, so a lot of times I'm fishing with a jig underneath a bobber, and I really like that. I like watching them. If they turn sideways, you know he's taking off with it. You can lace him up. Here's an example of me and fishing. I got a nice, I got a nice radio in my new boat, right? <laughs> I went, I was out there for three hours. I forgot it was in there. I didn't, didn't even use it. <laughs> Didn't even turn it on. <laughs> you know, uh, I put one radio on the boat mainly so I could listen to the Cardinals game. But the way they're playing this year, they don't even deserve people listening to them. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but I, like I said, I'm trying to be nice tonight. <laughs> Size pattern catfishing, welcome. What's up, right? made it in there. There's Matt, want to be outdoors. You guys are a little late, but we're still going for a minute or two here. Chad reminding everybody to give the show a thumbs up. We'd appreciate it. Absolutely. 
We sure would. And if you haven't subscribed, please consider doing that. We're always looking for subscriptions. And, uh, you know, leave us a comment. Tell us what you think of the show. We, we always read the comments, go through all the stuff to make sure that uh, everything's going good. So just let us know. Um, you know, Chad came in and right away we were talking about, or well, actually earlier we were talking about fishing on the weekends and, you know, Chad's working during the week and he yeah. just goes out on the weekends. Yeah. He has, he has, he's, he's laced into that. I don't, I do not know how he deals with that. It's gotta be rough. I guess, I guess, I guess if it's that or nothing, I guess I'd settle for it, but sure you would. Yeah. And that Ohio river is a little wider than the, the waters I fish. So that might have a little to do with it too. But then again, I'm, I don't have barges, so. Welcome, Alex. Realistic Fishing has joined us. Eating potato chips and listening to the show. I had hot stuff potato chips right before the show. I had to go wash my fingers off. They're all covered in red stuff. Like the Cheetos commercials? Pretty close. <laughs> Pretty close. You know those uh, hot or those hot Cheetos, right? The super hot ones? Did you know that the janitor over at Frito-Lays invented them? No. He did. They had a contest for employees to come up with a new flavor, and he invented the hot Cheeto. And he they they sell more hot Cheetos than any other product in Frito Lay's. So. As high prices they've got, I don't. It surprises me, but damn, they are good. They I like are. them. They are them, and um, I like the um, the chili cheese Fritos too. Chad says, we have barges and tons of pleasure boats. I just go out super early, get off the water before noon, noon. or I go at dusk. Yeah, noon doesn't work here. You got to get out because you get all the wakeboarders and, and, and water skiers out there at like 6 a.m. Yeah. Um, Cindy and I have talked about starting to fish a little earlier, uh, going out and fishing early mornings and stuff before it gets hot, and, or going out and doing a little more night fishing this year. So we will see how that works. Uh, thanks for tuning in tonight, J.G. Hill. Um, but, yeah, we're going to be doing a lot more of that just because it's so damn hot. It's not like you sleep either, Lyle. No, that's the sad part. Um, if I do, when I do finally get to, to sleep, I don't want to get up early, but this puppy sleeps with us, so when she's up, I'm up. Well, you know, you can always get out early to some pond or something, do a little pan fishing during, you know, early morning. Yeah, and um, that's you know, the way to do it. I need to put, I need to put some, some bluegill in my live well. Yeah, uh, even you, you know, even on the even on the weekends, you can get on. You could walk up to a pond and not be bothered too much by the weekend traffic too. So I try to do stuff like that on the weekends, whether it's work on my gear or or fish the electric little electric lake here, which I'm not going to be doing anymore. And I think this boat's a little too big for that. Yeah, that lake, but you know, it is what it is. You could, I guess, where there's a will, there's a way. Freddie says I've been listening the whole time. Chad wouldn't let me get out of our backstage after the show. Well, shame on Chad. Matt says he got 10 pumpkin seeds in 45 minutes or so. That sounds That's like fun. Good. That sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. Pumpkin seeds fight hard. They're good bait. Or if they're big enough, they make pretty good slabs. You know, I've never eaten a pumpkin seed. I don't know why that is, but I don't recall ever bringing one home to, to cook up. 
I'll use them for bait. I've used them for bait many times, but. Chad says, lies, Freddie. I said, go watch Lyle and Mark. You said, no, I've already been on Mark's show, and I don't need to use him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what Alex is saying here. I could go for corn. Canfield. Canfield's 50-50. That's a Chicago beverage. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, they're pretty good. I haven't had one of them in a while either, Alex. He's got his in the bait tank, he says. That's a good place for them. D says, Freddie snitches, get stitches. <laughs> don't mess with D, Freddie. You'll learn. Hey, there's Brian B, too. He says they both are liars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, just think about this for a second, Mark. You're done with a show, and you're sitting around BSing after the show, like we do a lot of times. And you got Freddie and Brian in there with you, and Chad. Now, is there going to be any peace whatsoever in that live? I don't know. Probably not. I'm what I'm thinking. That'd Probably be, not. Wow. Probably be laughing the whole time. Probably be laughing the whole time. But that's cool. I'm glad Matt caught some fish. So, and I'm glad Brian will <laughs> straighten us out. I wonder if Matt got him on his fly rod. So, hey, maybe he'll tell us right quick. I'm sure he will. That are on jigs. I bet. Pumpkin seeds like jigs, it appears to me like. And um, hand size, you know, hand size, they're pretty good. That, that's that's a good pumpkin seed. We have a couple of creeks down here that I fish um, pretty regularly that uh, have, have a few pumpkin seeds in them. Uh, they're not giants, but uh, they make great bait. Brian B. said he caught a 70 on chicken. You know he can't be trusted with all his lies. <laughs> One 32nd ounce jig with a gulp minnow. There you go. Perfect. I'm excited. You know, Mark, we were talking about being out on the lake today. We was at Palm de Terre, and that's uh, one of the best-known crappie lakes in southwest Missouri. When when do, when do the we need to talk to Mike Baker or 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 to Kim Burnett or one of the guys that are down there and find out what time what time of the year they're really hitting so I can drive all the way down the eight hours down there to fish with you, bud. We got to make that happen this year. Who was it the other day said if you? Oh, Josh said. Once you looked up and seen how far it was, you would never go. I already know where you live. I ship stuff. I know exactly where you live. <laughs> <laughs> I think the crappie are probably off nest here. No, uh, but there, there, there's going to be a yeah. fall bite happening though, too. Oh yeah, it's coming up. It's, it's coming up. I, but I do know guys that are catching them in deep water right now. So, uh, you know, there is still uh, fish to be caught. But the bluegill that was in that around that boat ramp day was amazing, and uh, that's what I like to catch anyhow. And I'm not sure the bluegill been on nest here yet. I, I I never found um, a grid. You know, that's what it looks like when you find them on side imaging, a grid out there. I never found any of that today, and I was specifically looking for them hmm. and didn't find them. So 
Um, either I was in the wrong spot, and I know I wasn't because it was lousy in that boat ramp, uh, but there's water up in the brush along the edges. And uh, the last time we was over there, the brush was out of the water, uh, and we still we were catching fish, but not like we would if it had been up there. But I never seen one nesting spot for bluegill. So I don't know either done or they, or they haven't went on here. Yet. Here it's the same places every year that I know of. And I, I can see them on side imaging every time I go by them. And it, it it's whether or not there's fish in them, but they're in the same spots. There's a couple of corners here. There's an entrance to a creek that I go by and I see those little golf ball divots over there all the time. They don't, they pretty much it must be a little firmer gravel. And I guess the silt doesn't fill them in, but, or they clean them up between, you know what I mean? Between chances, but I see them quite a bit. So I think they stay there year round. I know I've been to places where bluegill make those divots in there and they, they do their spawn. They go back to the same spot next year, and there'll be a whole bunch of them. And I don't think they go away. I think that I think that they just stay there, and they just wipe them out again. Dean says, I'm going to fish with Bob on Sunday. That will be fun. 922 yeah. Crappie Barbecue says, I catch crappie right up to the freeze. No ice fishing for this boy. I got, I'm with you there. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to think I might be on that, that side of the fence too myself. Hey, there's Turner Fishing's joined us. Welcome, buddy. Hey, what's going on, bud? Haven't had him on for a while. Of course, we've been trying to get Alex with realistic fishing on, but he's a busy man. Of course. It, it, he's from up near Neck of the Woods, isn't he? Uh, originally, yeah. He fished, uh, I think he was, he's, fr he's from the, north suburbs that's, that's what the, i thought yeah yeah and i know he fished a couple of places that that i do he's mentioned that holy now. crap all the heavy hitters are coming in there's jeremy albritton welcome bud how you doing jeremy our fishing says busy busy man i've seen some of your lives you're just making baits and selling them and shipping them and i'm glad for you i'm glad that it's working out and you are selling that much stuff and and uh staying that busy that that's what pays the bills you buy that high dollar Joe Biden gas to put your boat so you can go catch more <laughs> fish. <laughs> uh, can you tell I'm waiting for the next election? You and me both, my friend. I'm not even being shy about that anymore. <laughs> Bluegill steal a lot of crappie nibbles from me. They steal a lot of crappie nibbles. Yeah, they. They. But you know. Um, I've tipped jigs and just regular hooks with with um, uh, crappie nibbles. I use red worms sometimes. I use um, uh, little pieces of night crawlers, and sometimes I don't do anything. Uh, just use the jig. But uh, I'm going to make a bigger effort this year to try uh, some plastics. I got to tell you, I have a lot better luck with hand ties than I do anything else. But I'm going to make a really... Uh, try those Berkeley goat minnows I sent you. I am. I'm going to try those. And then I've got a bunch of them little one-inch crawdads that I got from a guy. And I'm excited to try those. I I don't think that there's any kind of pan fish that shouldn't want those. Did you get a couple of those uh, one-inch jobs from uh, uh, from J Jason? I did. I got a bunch of those too. There yeah. you go. And you got the small stuff that uh, Mr. That Turner Fishing sells too. There's good stuff there. So, 
Buckwave says, Mark, your boat video made me put out a new video. Posted it today. Cool. I'll have to take a look, Buck. I'm not sure that I've seen that, so Buck sent me a, a link to that so I can watch it. But uh, how many we got? Yeah. Well, Mark, we're running on about an hour and 15, real close to it. Do you have anything to close out with? No, uh, I think we're going to be talking about the Panfish Nation uh, tournament on Monday. If not, I'll be out fishing if I can get uh, a those couple of things that I'm waiting for in the mail. Uh, it's six, one, half dozen or the other, so uh, we'll have something for you. That sounds good. Mr. Turner, I have some of those left that I got from you some time back. I probably should order some more, um, and I will be, I'm going to be using all that stuff uh, because, I, like I say, uh, I want to give – to make sure that I give the plastic industry their due and, and give them a fair shake. Uh, but they got to catch bluegill because that's what I fish for mostly. And uh, I do love that. The, the, the green, the little ones. You bluegill love green. They do. <laughs> and, and, you know, I might even try a piece of magic, black magic marker, go over top of them. Uh, make a black stripe down the back of them. That might work. That might work. But who knows? You know, we're gonna try it all. Uh, we're gonna catch some fish. Well, I'm got a hankering for. I, I know again, we're talking about catfish instead of uh, banfish, but I really need a mess of of small channel cat or blues uh, to eat because I have not had any. Uh, bacon plastics caught my eye. Little, little Miss Bacon, remember we had her on. Oh here. yeah! Oh man, she's got some great stuff. She sent me a ton of little stuff, and and they are awesome looking. So I can't I can't wait to try those out too. But um, lost my train of thought. But I, I want to catch a I want to catch a much catfish because I haven't had any uh, to fix up. Might do a live cook catch and cook on that. Uh, that would be great. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe on some bluegill if we get some good ones too. Gonna run some noodles this weekend. Hey, good luck, man. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Well, Mark, I've had a great time tonight. We got to hey, talk about some boats. That is, um, I'm excited to get mine going, and I'm happy that you got your new one. So, uh, ever the world's kind of lining out <laughs> it is and i just got to get all the parts together anybody's <laughs> got a new or new to me boat whatever it is you know how the rigging it up's half the battle oh it is and i got four gopros laying here ready to go plus my cannon oh my and God, uh, i didn't even think about that yet yeah i've you know i got stuff where we can mount them up what is crappie mean green that's <laughs> Although, cro crappie no Crappie Men is a, a Turner's Bait Company. Let me get a link real quick here. Mm. Crappie Man. Yeah, let me get a link to Crappie And after his dad, which is a heck of a crappie catching machine. There you go, Tackle Box. Mike, I just posted in there. Mm. Check it out. And their green color is pretty deadly. So It is. It is. And comes in uh, small and I think a bigger size. But... Uh, He's got a whole bunch of different plastics that you can purchase from him. And uh, if you go to his YouTube page 
and become a subscriber and turn on the notification bell, which you can also do to Panfish Nation. But when you do, he goes live making baits sometimes, and you can watch him make the baits, and it's pretty entertaining. I like it. So thanks, Shirley. Thanks for coming in. CrappieManJigs.com uh, does a great job with some really cool stuff. Uh, we've had him on a show a couple of times. Probably need to do it again for long with some of these other guys. But, Mark, I've enjoyed tonight. Thanks so much for everybody for tuning in. Um, unless you've got something else to close out with, I think we're done. No, just sending my membership milestone so you get a little credit for that. So there you go. <laughs> well, thanks, buddy. We'll see everybody next Thursday night. Don't forget Monday Night Catfish Weekly, followed by the Catfish and Crappie Podcast. Let's see you all then. Have a great one, everybody. <laughs>